Welcome to Ales and Strange Tales Season 2. We are your hosts, Chris Moyers and Dan Stickney. Here we crack open a beer or two and share our listeners' tales and experiences of the supernatural, paranormal, and just plain strange. Plus, we'll feature local folklore, interviews, and our own stories and adventures. So sit back, pour yourself a drink, and dive into the strange with us. Welcome back to episode six of season two for Ales and Strange Tales. Dan, how are you? Pretty good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> uh, my brother's in town visiting, so I didn't have time to get anything together. Jesus Christ. But I do have an idea of what I will discuss. It's another local folklore <laughs> tale that I'm taking from... Is it another? Did we have one last? Was it? Yeah, I did Cuba Road last. Oh, night. it was like okay. <laughs> Basically, I went to the Haunted Illinois website and I somehow found the most boring fucking one I could possibly find. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking with that. <laughs> this one seems to be a bit better. I was supposed to go camping and canoeing in this area. I may have. You may have. I don't remember. Oh. But either way, we're going to talk about that. Dan's talking about one of the best haunting uh, paranormal areas. Uh, yeah, haunt, it, got, it has everything. Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker Ranch. You guys may have heard it. If you haven't, look it up. It's so bizarre. and It's fucking weird. A lot of shit happens there. The craziest shit. Yeah. So we're going to touch on that. And we have a story from our buddy at the bar, Mike. Mike. He was kind enough to tell us in the bar. We don't remember it, so we had him uh, send us uh, <laughs> a voice recording of his experience. So we'll be playing that later on, yeah. or we could play it first. It's up to it's up to the audience. What do you guys want? I think they want it first. They're gonna get it first. Then. <laughs> All right, Dan. What did you bring beer wise? Uh, Sierra Nevada mm. Pale Ale. Mm. I don't even know. Oh, the uh, this is out of. Oh, North Carolina. I never really... I've had this beer a few times. I never really looked it up. It's like a five-sixer. Pretty good. It's it's just a pale ale. If you like pale ale, check it out. It's got a very relaxing box. What is those? Mountains? Very Mountains, nice. Mountains, trees, trees and river. Shit. Yeah. Very cool. Sierra Nevada. Yeah, try it out. <laughs> Dan seems to like it. I got Voodoo Ranger New Belgium 1985 IPA. It's a mango IPA. Fucking phone. I never, 1985, I never seen that one. Yeah, I just saw it at the liquor store oh. like two days ago. I'm surprised I still have some left. Must be a new one. It's uh 6.7. I don't really taste mango in it at all, but it's still pretty good. I like it. I had my brother try it. He enjoys it, even though he doesn't like IPAs. Well, that's good if, if it's not a strong mango yeah, taste to it. That's true. It doesn't have a strong cat piss taste like most IPAs have. <laughs> But yet, that's all I get, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> so, um, let's talk to the audience about what we have planned for the future. <laughs> You're going to speak to your brother about the investigation at the movie theater, I don't correct? know yeah, how many times we've gone over this, but I'll see him tomorrow. And, yes, I well, will. Well, hopefully we'll get some fan mail saying, hey, Dan, why don't you talk to your fucking brother yeah. so we can stop hearing about you talking to your what brother. What the fuck is your problem? And never talking to your brother, and I'm pretty sick of hearing Chris talking about you talking to your brother <laughs> every episode <laughs> yeah. yeah we're supposed to do investigations but uh you know my work schedule is gonna be slowing down here i think so hopefully i know are you free on sundays i don't even know when you're usually sundays now i'm getting busy at work but oh they're fucked. <laughs> but sundays is usually a good day 
Well, he's married. He probably has to do fucking married stuff on Sundays, but maybe he'll get a day off from that, and then we can go at least, uh, I don't know, Ox Sable Cemetery. Yeah, it's not far. We don't even, uh, do we even know if there's uh, hauntings there? Well, we discussed this on I We did, but I don't fucking but, remember what we said. Well, it's got the, the gateway to hell. You That's know? true. And then uh, you we got that. our ideas of what's haunted, yeah. but I wonder if there's any reports. I've got to look that up. I don't know if there's a reported hauntings there, but... Well, there's weird activity there. Like we, we should just about. go down right th- down the fucking street to the fucking cemetery. Yeah, it's only like 27 <laughs> minutes right down Ashley Road. No, I'm just saying right here in front of your house. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that was actually on a haunted uh, TV series. It was, yeah, yeah. Holy Clear shit. Point went down there, was talking to a spirit, saw orbs and shit. We grew up while going to that cemetery. I didn't witness anything. No, we even did private walks at night in yep. the winter. With we weren't the camera. supposed to be there and. <laughs> Got in trouble a couple of times. Yeah, pretty big trouble. <laughs> actually, that sucked. Well, I didn't. I wasn't there for the big trouble. You but. weren't there. Oh yeah, you weren't there. Yeah. The, the cop had night vision. Can you even fucking? Wow. It? Yeah. He had night vision. I swear to I was scared when I saw him. Like, what the fuck? I, I I didn't even know what I was seeing, but he kind of <laughs> had it off, but still on. Were you like Ghostbusters up. looking shit? <laughs> yeah, like Splinter Cell looking character. <laughs> it was fucked. Anyway, um, let's hop into Mike's story, see what you guys think. We'll discuss it, and then I think we're going to hit Dan's. Enjoy. This is for Chris and Dan at Ales and Strange Tales. My name is Michael Berry. I am telling this story from Oswego, Illinois, but it occurred in Montgomery, Illinois in 2004. My ex-wife and I had just built a new house on what was a farm property and my ex-wife was interested in the spirit world and the afterlife and stuff like that and I had no idea about any of it. Um, I wasn't a non-believer but I just had never had any experiences. Um, relative to it other than you know dreams and stuff like that Um, but on a particular night when our daughter was just about three years old we were going to bed our daughter was already asleep in her room and I was really tired and laying in our bed in the master bedroom and my ex-wife was walking back and forth getting ready for bed in and out of the master bathroom and whatnot and our door was open and our bed faced towards the door and as i was getting more and more tired i was you know kind of fighting it because i wanted to stay awake chat with my ex a little bit and i saw a definite figure a girl she looked to be under maybe 15 years old walking away from our bedroom and down the hallway towards my daughter's bedroom and she turned and looked towards our bedroom and I saw her face my ex at the time asked me whether or not it looked like she was smiling or sad or angry or anything like that and I if I recall I think she kind of looked like she was definitely 
not angry or sad. She looked like she was either happy or indifferent. Um, and then she turned and kept walking. And by the time I realized what was going on, my ex-wife was standing in my line of view of this, this spirit or ghost or whatever it was. So I immediately told her about it. And she said, based on what she knows, that the spirit or ghost was a good spirit or ghost because when it turned to look at me, it had a happy or indifferent look. Um, and it didn't look angry or vengeful or anything like that. So I just kind of thought it was pretty amazing. I was sober. I wasn't on any drugs. I was tired, but I wasn't like, you know, I hadn't worked a 12 hour day and not slept for two days or I wasn't delirious. So I've told a lot of my friends this story, told my parents this story. Um, actually, my grandmother was still alive at the time and I told her the story and um, she was Croatian and she said that it's always a good thing to see positive spirits. It actually meant that my house had good vibes. So I don't know if there's any truth to that, but after a long time waiting, that is my story for Ales and Strange Tales and Chris and Dan. Thank you. Have a great night. No, thank you very much, Mike, for your submission. Yeah, and that's pretty fucking freaky. That was a good one. Seeing a little, I guess, a child. He said 15. I what he something believes. 15 or under. Black figure. And it wasn't his daughter, apparently. I don't, he didn't say, I don't think he said how old his daughter was, but... Yeah, I don't recall. But, he, you know, I was thinking... He was sleeping very tired. I was going to say, maybe, you know, he fell asleep and had a dream, but it, it seems like... I think he seems to think that it was real. He I, was, I believe He was him. awake. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, when we were talking to him in person about it, he seemed very certain yeah. <laughs> that he saw what he saw and it wasn't a dream. Right. Unfortunately, his wife at the time didn't see anything to collaborate his story, but corroborate his story. But either way... Pretty fucking crazy shit. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much, Mike. And yeah, this happened right down the street. This is all very local yeah, stuff. This that we've in, been doing pretty yeah, this is in yeah in Montgomery Oswego area. Yeah, it was right down twenty five, right? Yeah, we know where it's at. It wasn't. It's a new. At that time, it was, uh, you know, a new development. Oh, was it? Yeah, and. You know, it was all farm fields. You know, who knows? It could be. Some Indian burial grounds, or who Good knows? There's like, a lot of Indians along the river here. But so. then again, I think they would have found something. If, but well, maybe they did, and they just said, "Fuck maybe, it, yeah, we maybe already bought this. Yeah. We're putting fucking it's houses true. here. Yeah. Fuck them. Let's keep this a secret, and we got to keep building, motherfucker." <laughs> Poltergeist, man. Uh, yeah. Well, at least you know it was apparently a good spirit. Yeah, according to his ex-wife, <laughs> yeah. current wife at the time, though, right? Current wife at the time. Yeah. But yeah, thank you very much, Mike. Appreciate it. Yeah. Now we're going to get into Dan, and one of the coolest places that we'll possibly ever cover is Skinwalker Ranch, right? Man, Is yeah. there anything else that we know of that even comes close? Well, I don't know. This is in Utah. There are other places in Utah. Well, at least one other one that I know of. It also has a TV show. 
Blind Frog Ranch. Is it's, it near Skinwalker Ranch? Yeah, it's like almost, not neighbors, but in the same area, yeah. The whole area is fucked. And a lot of weird shit going on there. But from what I heard, this has got like the most incidents of paranormal activity that I've heard of in a certain area. Right. And, well, like the previous owners was Robert Bigelow. He he, had, he uh, owns Bigelow Airspace. So he's like some billionaire or something. And apparently he worked with the government and you couldn't even like, it was like a kind of area 51. If you stepped in front, there's security on your ass ass quick. Yeah. And you get shot if you fucking, you know, trespass or anything. But now there is a TV show and you guys should check it out because it's freaking amazing. I still haven't checked it out. uh, Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. It's on History Channel. They're in the middle of season three. And pretty much every episode has something fucking weird going. It's so much weird shit going on. Yeah, I can't on. believe I haven't checked it out yet. I'm definitely going to get on that soon. Yeah, so this new business guy, yeah, obviously he's making money doing a TV show. And I believe it's real. Yeah, from the stories, man, they seem pretty certain about yeah, that it's Yeah, and there's, uh, you know, there's, certain, there's one guy on there. He's on um, Ancient Aliens. What's his freaking name? Oh, Travis Taylor. Travis Taylor. If you guys watch him, watch Ancient Aliens, you'll you'll you know who I'm talking about. And you should be watching Ancient Aliens. Yeah, it <laughs> should be because that's awesome too. And this dude, you know, he's got a PhD in engineering, masters in physics and astronomy. He's worked with the DoD and NASA, and he's working with a new company. I think looking for fucking aliens and Damn, shit. Damn, he's got quite the resume. Yeah, and like I was, you know, recent interview. Where he's like, I've never seen UFO or a uh, UAP ever until he started working Whoa, at wow. Skinwalker. And he sees him like almost every fucking day working. Damn. There. <laughs> yeah. Like so many strange, like strange energetic and radioactive anomalies occur. Like they, they, they like, dig into the ground and all of a sudden, boom, they get the spike of radiation. And one of the guys actually, uh, one of the, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if he's, a, like, just like a handyman or something, got, like, some weird, I don't know if it was a tumor, but something growing on his head after a spike of radiation. Oh, shit, Yeah, and he really? had to go to the hospital and everything, like, it's freaking crazy. And there's, like, no source. Yeah, that they can find at the yeah. moment? It's just a spike of radiation just comes out of nowhere. Dude, that's fucked. And they've dug and dug and really can't find... Anything where it, like, comes from. But, man, like, I don't want to spoil the show, but the last episode, like, they they bring experts in different fields, and almost every time these other people come on and their equipment fails, and they're like, this never freaking happens. The last episode, they had uh, astronomers... That came on, and they got this like ten thousand dollar freaking uh, telescope. Oh, and it's got a internal, um, like a memory, internal internal memory. It's not connected to a cloud or anything like that. So it starts malfunctioning, and he has like there's a certain area on the ranch they call the the triangle, and there's just weird shit that happens. Like two thousand feet in the in the air, just 
they got this weird every time they try to get data from up in the sky shit fucks up really yeah so this guy has to the astronomer has to focus on a a certain star in the area of the triangle yeah and every time he he tried the star or the, the certain star in the memory of this telescope would be erased just all erased erased whoa yeah, and you know, like I said, it's not on a cloud. Nobody can yeah, it's get internal. on it. It's yeah. there. It's on the thing. And he's like, "What the fuck?" Like, and then you try another one, erased, <laughs> and another one, erased. No, is it just erased? Is it damaged as well? Well, it's, it didn't damage it. It's, the telescope it still works. All the information yeah, out of the fucker. just gone, so he can't focus on the area at all. So, you know, they get a like a high-powered laser beam, shoot it up in the sky. Mm. And all of a sudden, like, you got the video of this. You see the fucking laser beam. It gets to a certain point, and it starts, like, kind of wiggling a bit. Like, it's hitting something. Yeah, it's not supposed to do that if it doesn't no. hit anything, right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and you see it split in two. The laser beam splits oh, in two. that's they're not like, normal. They're like, what? Everybody's like, it's like hitting something up there. Yeah. Like something invisible. It just blows my freaking mind. It's like, it's crazy. Like... Do and they show this in any of the footage, or they just talk yeah, about it? Yeah, there's footage of it. Of the fucking laser splitting. Yeah, it's like a little split, but you can see it on the video. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it like splits in two. So, like, he, like they, 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 they shoot rockets up there to try to, you know, get data of, you know, whatever. So, that's why they got the astronomer. He was going to focus on the stars and see the rocket, too, and just see what happens. But he could not focus at all. In this certain area, he could he actually could focus on the stars around this, like the perimeter. But once he went in, it was every single star he tried got erased from his memory. Holy shit! <laughs> and he's like, something's yeah. going on. For he's like, sure. I've had this for like ten years, never, never happened before, ever. That's the weird shit that that goes on there. Like that's just <laughs> the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, and there's some so of the shit that I heard so many. Like there's just even even like ghostly figures there's just so many things going well, on well, i listened to some stuff on a different thing it was mr ballin on youtube uh because a farmer owned it and then he's the one that started experiencing all this right. shit right in the beginning right yeah. and he said his cattle was getting mutilated and murdered and then it was like a big monster wolf or something doing it well that's the skinwalker right? the skinwalker yeah. but it's a it's a it's a big wolf is what it looked like to him yeah. it's like attacking his cattle i think they shot at it and tried to get it out of there he just kind of looks at him and just strolls away. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't get murdered. He didn't get killed or anything. That's why it's called Skinwalker Ranch. I guess there was, a, like, a, a war or a feud between two tribes. Yeah, about way back. And, yeah, way back. And then the, one of the tribes put a curse on the land, and, you know, a Skinwalker curse. Yeah. Which, is you know, nobody knows. It's like a shapeshifter kind of Shapeshifter, deal. yeah. Man that turns into a wolf usually. And, like, mo- even, like, today... Uh, Native Americans don't even like talking about it because they feel like it'll attract him. Yeah, and they come him. after your ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't even like, like driving by it. I kind of believe in that stuff, but all the data they, like the show, I, I believe it because these guys are, like Travis is a real dude and 
Well, he's got quite the resume, like yeah. I said before. So he's, you know, if you believe in this stuff, he's a trustworthy guy to believe in when it comes oh, to Oh, man, and one, like, at the end, because they do have, like, a shit ton of surveillance. They got a new camera to point up in this area. And they see UFOs all, UFOs all the time. Yeah. And they got this this video of almost, it almost looks like, to me, there's a like something in in the stars, and all of a sudden, it, like there's like an explosion of energy. To me, it, it, in my mind, it's like something going into warp speed, and then just disappears. Oh, it's just it's disappearing. From yeah, it's energy. just like a. Or they actually say it could be like the end or beginning of a wormhole. Like oh yeah, this I've is heard on about that too. video. It's like a weird energy burst. Like I've never seen anything. I, you know, I'm no ex- expert or nothing, but it just—you see this explosion in, in like in the sky, near the stars. And well, that goes back to Bella. Remember my cousin? And yeah. Then she was looking out the window above oh, yeah, the mountain, yeah. and there was this weird explosion that she saw. Nothing there before. Nothing there after. Yeah. Just, That's what they think. They think there's like a kind of wormhole in the area and that was in alaska so this shit's happening everywhere apparently yeah this, this or show more than one place i should say this show blows my freaking mind man do they ever touch on the weird portals this farmer saw you know before they started investigating it i don't i think they, they i think they do i'd like scenes i have to go back there's like certain spots where they um do like infrared and there's just weird heat signatures that come out of nowhere yeah and um even yeah, there's even not a cow mutilation, but a cow dies in one other episode, and and you see the cow look up, and there's a fucking UFO like right above Holy the trees. Holy shit! It's like what the fuck? It's like, dude, I'm I believe definitely it's gonna real. have to start watching. Dude, this. I'm telling you, it blows my freaking mind. Like everything I know about this is not from the show. It's from like the first, well, the owner back way before uh, the farmer that started experiencing shit that. Started telling everyone about it, you yeah. know, because his cattle was dying or whatever was happening. So then he got people to investigate it. He said he was sitting on his front porch because he was already trying to get this wolf that's attacking his cattle. Yeah. So he's keeping a watch. Saw a blue portal, <laughs> this form. Yeah. And then he saw some black figure just crawling out of it. And in the background was just like, I think it was just like a wooded area with blue sky from yeah. some completely other area because it was nighttime where he's oh, at. Yeah. And some weird black figure just kind of the oozy, oozily, this like, I think it was That's oozy freak, in a way, yeah. crawls out of the portal and then closes up. That's crazy. And then the thing just disappears somewhere <laughs> into the woods or disappears at the portal. I can't remember. That's why they think there's like a, you know, a fucking wormhole or something. Yeah, there's on portals the or worm, wormholes or something going on. Yeah, I'm telling you, check it out. It's on history. Or if you got Discovery Plus, they got the first two seasons on there. They're in the middle of the third one on history right now. It's so freaking awesome. Well, we're promoting their show. Yeah. Hopefully they promote our fucking yeah, show. Yeah, I'm sure they'll listen and, hey. <laughs> yeah, just make a commercial for us, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all I got about that. Just, I don't want to spoil too much, but. Well, yeah, the history of it's what, uh, what I know, and yeah. it is wild shit. <laughs> it is. Weird, oozing creatures coming out of a portal that disappears. Wow. Well, I appreciate that, Dan. Thank you for bringing that to light for all of our audience. I didn't have time to prepare because uh, my damn brother and his kid that loves me deeply, so I got to keep playing with him. Like, literally, every time I leave for work, he just starts stomping his feet, crying. I can't leave yeah. without him freaking out. 
Well, I'm going to touch on, it's a local place, Cave in the Rock. Oh, yeah. I probably wasn't here because it says Southern Illinois. It says, uh, I'm probably thinking of Castle Rock. Castle Rock. That's Wisconsin, I think. It could be. Yeah. It's not too far from us, but right. Wisconsin. Cave in the Rock is down in the uh, way southern. Yeah, this is in the rivers and waterways of Southern Illinois. And uh, I guess it was by... At least it's near Elizabethtown, Cairo. Oh, Cairo, yeah. It's all a, that area. It's like six hours from us, maybe. Yeah, it's pretty far. Yeah. Um, those towns were shipping ports, all that. So there's a lot of uh, that going on there. Many stories have emerged from the rivers in the towns surrounding this area. Uh, there's a lot of wrecks, lawlessness, pirates, even ghosts. Perhaps the most famous pirate location on the river was an outlaw hideout called Cave in the Rock, which is what we're talking about, yeah. which is located along the Ohio River at the southeastern edge of the state of Illinois. And the cave became a stronghold of pirates who plundered flat bo- plundered flatboats on the river and who murdered and robbed travelers. Hmm. It was also here around in the 1800s that a robber named Samuel Manson, no, scratch that, Samuel Mason, Mason. Became operating, began operating a tavern and gambling parlor in the cave. In the cave. It must be a big-ass cave. Yeah. <laughs> you got a picture of it here. It's a pretty wide-open fucking thing. Oh, there. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. He used whiskey, cars, and prostitutes to lure travelers in off the river, and many of these customers found themselves beaten, robbed, and sometimes even dead after tying up with the, at the oh, crude damn. wharf. Imagine you just want a drink or get a girl. Yeah, and then <laughs> now you're bloody and dead. Yeah. <laughs> Not what you want. No. So he operated there for several years. He was said to be a man of gigantic size and possessing no conscience whatsoever. Yeah. He killed for both pleasure and profit. Jeez. So right there, you know this place is fucked. Yeah. It's got to be haunted. It's got to be. The pirates there also preyed upon ferryboat passengers at Ford's Ferry a few miles upriver. The ferryman himself, James Ford, was said to have been in league with the pirates. So he's getting paid from the customers of the ferry. Yeah. He's getting paid, uh, paid off by the pirates. Bring him down. He was also said to be one of the slave catchers in the employment of John Hart Crenshaw. So this guy's a jagoff. Yeah. You don't like him. <laughs> For years after his death, the slaves told stories about how Jim Ford had died and landed in hell head first. <laughs> yeah, had his funeral attended only by his widow because he's a dickhead. Yeah. A few family members, neighbors, and some slaves, a terrible thunderstorm came up. Those are all the people that were there. Uh, just as Ford's coffin was being lowered into the ground, a lightning flash and a deafening clap of thunder filled the air, causing one of the slaves to lose his grasp on the rope holding the Drops coffin. But the coffin dropped into the grave, head first, wedged there at a strange angle. <laughs> the heavy rain that began to fall made it impossible to move the casket, so it was covered over the way that it had fallen in. Hell yeah, fuck him. This led Ford to suspend eternity standing on his head. Ah, <laughs> So he's pissed. <laughs> yeah. He deserves it, though. Ford's death would not bring an end to the thievery at Cave in the Rock. Many of the remaining pirates continued to prey on the travelers from the sanctuary of the cave, while others joined with villains like John Merle and his mystic band. Merle was a slave catcher, thief, and murderer who killed his first man when he was only 16. He later Jesus died Christ. after serving time in prison. So... Yeah, a lot of shit happened here. Yeah. 
Why isn't it telling me what the haunting situation is? There's got to be something, right? Yeah, you would think. This is all from Troy Taylor once again. I think I got his name wrong in the last episode. Troy. Troy Taylor. Good old Troy. Thank you very much, Troy Taylor. This was written <laughs> in 2002. Maybe there's more things happening there. As the years passed, the cave became more of a recreation area than a den for thieves and remains a natural attraction in southern Illinois today. The legends have never died completely, though, and many still remember the area's blood-soaked past and the stories of ghosts that are happening there still today. In years gone by, travelers passing on the river often claim to hear the keating moans of the dead echoing out of the mouth of the cave. Ooh. These same cries <laughs> these same cries are still sometimes reported today. Do these eerie voices belong to the crime victims of long ago who were lured to their death at Cave in the Rock? That answer remains as mysterious as the history of the cave itself. I thought there'd be more hauntings. Oh, uh, yeah. About. But still, it's a good story. That is a good story. I didn't know there was pirates doing shit on rivers in Illinois. <laughs> right? So I never that's knew. news to me. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. I thought they were, like, on the ocean by yeah. the Caribbean and shit like that. Yeah. But <laughs> I've never really researched pirates. Hey, this kind of coincides with the Johnny Depp fucking uh, court case <laughs> happening. Good old JD's... Uh, <laughs> in a heated court case now. Oh, He's, God. as we know, a... uh, Jack Sparrow, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I guess you, if you think about it that way, yeah. So I guess we tied into uh, <laughs> current circus. events. Yeah, that's circus. <laughs> Imagine being one of those assholes that show up to the court fucking thing outside with posters. Oh, we love you, Johnny. Yeah, Jesus. Imagine being one of the Amber Heard fans. There's like four there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd probably be one of the four because she's attractive. Yeah, like, oh. uh... It seems he's uh, not going to win this one. I don't she know. She doesn't seem like a good person. He might be guilty of some of this it, shit, yeah. but she seems, I don't know. But that's not what this podcast is about. Yeah. We won't discuss that any further. Anyway, um, what do we have for next week? Do you have any plans for what we're going to do? I don't know. I think it's a secret. Well, I tried to get our buddy Vince <laughs> to be in the podcast, but he was a little angry with me at the moment, so yeah. we had to let that blow over. But he thinks we're going to get in trouble if he tells the story. He thinks bad things will come upon us if he tells his story to us. Maybe even you guys if you hear it. I want to hear it. I want to hear it too. I don't really believe that he's going to curse us with a story. but I don't think so. But You never fucking know. As long as it's a good story, that's all that matters. He seems to think it's a pretty good one. He seems to be uh, sensitive to certain uh, paranormal activity. So. Yeah. I always want to hear about that. So I'll work on that. I'll bring him to the bar, buy him a beer, and cool his fucking jets about whatever he's pissed about. Because honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, that's all we got today. That's Tune it. in next week for God knows what. We'll plan <laughs> something for you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and cheers. Cheers.